Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Kevin McGovern, and it is Thursday, February 2nd, and it is time for another version, episode, platform, story, whatever you want to call it, of the Prove It Live podcast, episode number 95. Wow. Yeah. So we got a good show for you today. Uh, we have a very good example <laughs> of exactly what this show has been built upon, a real-life example but before we get to that, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my very handsome co-host, Mr. Mike Freire. Michael, take it away. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for acknowledging my uh, my stunning attractiveness. I appreciate that. Yes, I try to do that every day. You do, and I and I, I or every week. Almost. I every appreciate day, it. When I say. It's sort of it kind of is your duty to point it out, but yeah, but appreciate it nonetheless. Um, okay. But yeah, I am Mike Freire with the Farm Baseball Performance Institute. Along with Kevin McGovern, Dr. Kevin McGovern of Perfect Motion Sports Therapy, and, and always with us is uh, Benjamin Bills um, and in Double undisclosed B. location today. So uh, he's remote. Area so, 51. Yeah. Uh, so we got, we got a lot to talk about this this one particular topic and, and, and lots to share oh, about boy, it. Um, but before we do so, um, I should be wearing my my number 12 Patriots uh, jersey right now. I, I wasn't thinking, but uh, he has stepped away from the game, uh, allegedly, once and for all. <laughs> and, and and one of the great ones has left. I saw, I saw a picture yesterday that said Aaron Rodgers, the last quarterback from that generation. Well, yeah, but first of all, he's ruined my greatest baseball trivia question ever, which was, you know, name the only drafted expo that's still playing. Yeah. Which is now Tom Brady, which is now gone. Edward (laughs) Patrick Brady. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm to personally, like I'm, I'm excited that he's retired because, you know, you, you never want, you know, I used to be a huge Brett Favre fan and I was, you know, it hurt at the end when he just, he, he went too long and he wasn't good anymore. And, you just, you know, hear people, especially mm-hmm. like younger kids who are just seeing him really for the first time going like, what's, what's the big deal about this guy? He kind of stinks, you know, and it's, it's, I think it tarnished his legacy a little bit and it's too bad. And I didn't want to see Tom do that. Um, and I think, you know, he probably did it one year too late in hindsight, right? I mean, given the year that he had, but I mean, look, he's still capable. No doubt. He's he's still lot, capable. He had a lot of stuff going on with the whole divorce and everything else. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'd have, I'd have taken him over. The guy they had here, and his, you know, his his team was terrible. The coaching was terrible, terrible, terrible. Everything was terrible. So yeah, yeah. Well, but he lost to the Cowboys first time in his career. What's up? I lost to the Cowboys first time in his career. Yeah. yeah. How about them Cowboys? Finished nine and one, I think, against the the Cowboys all time. I mean, if look, if 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 there's anything that's going to tell you it's time to step down, it's probably that, right? I mean, did you lose to the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, a great one, a great one gone, but I'm excited about like, you know, I'm sure the NFL network's going to just be like chock full of like Brady games now for the next month. So I got my, uh, I got my Fubo set to uh, record any and all things uh, Tom Brady. So, well, here's the question. Does Tom Brady come out in some capacity for the Super Bowl coverage? Oh, probably. Well, he's already got. Doesn't he have like some three hundred million dollar deal with uh, Fox? Yeah, I mean, does that like start? Does he do the sidelines? As we see him like talking. Yeah, Greg, Greg Olson came out like a few weeks ago and was like nervous because he said as soon as Tom Brady retired, 
you know, take his job on that. Uh, <laughs> also, it's pretty good though. I don't think I don't think that'll happen. Um, I think they're gonna for three hundred seventy million. I think he's gonna. He may even do something like. They may even copy what ESPN's doing with the with the Manning brothers, right? Yeah. I mean, because and, and that's just, that's a, if you guys have that's that's a huge success. Those two say what and, you want about them playing together, yeah. But that thing is, and they had Deion Sanders on. That, that they're hilarious. Oh, if you don't if you don't love Peyton Manning at this point, like you just you're lying to yourself. I mean, he's he's like a comic. He's a comic genius, right? I mean, yeah, he's got great, great comedic together. timing. But I think you know something like Tom and uh, Tom and Peyton would be even better together, right? Because they yeah. have that constant like mm-hmm. uh, it's it's more real. The com- like you know but, you Peyton know, Gronk, and Eli Gronk sort of like compete Fox too, right? You're gonna you might see a Tom and Gronk show or something. Oh right? man, that'd, that'd be that. kind of funny. Um, the Tom and Julian show. That'd be Maybe. funny. I'd like the Gronk one better. I think Julian Edelman takes himself too seriously. Too but much. you know, as a Division One catcher, right? There's a lot of you know you're gonna see him you know, three hundred seventy million. You're gonna see him next to Big Poppy and Alex Rodriguez for baseball coverage, right? You're gonna see yeah. him. You're gonna see him a lot, right? I think for that that amount of money, they're gonna put his face out there as often as they can, right? right I mean, right. He will. He, you know, Tucker Carlson goes down. Tom Brady's filling in. Like, you, like you're gonna see. That's just how it's gonna go. You know, I think, you know, given what he did for the last twenty years in the sport, I mean. Uh, you know, I, I think he's he's going to carry weight wherever he goes, and they know that. I think that's that's mm-hmm. the big thing, you know, and, and having that, uh, you know, obviously exclusive deal. But I think to answer your question, I think w- absolutely they'll put him out there with the Super Bowl. It's going to be like a little teaser, you know, for mm-hmm. uh, for what's to come. So I'd, yep. I'd be sure. And speaking of the Super Bowl, I'm so un- unhappy, so disappointed that the NFL has essentially forced me to root for the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. And I'm so angry about that. Not happy at all. Would you have voted? You you would have rooted for the Bengals, right? I mean, I think that's for sure. Was, yeah. I think that's where everyone was picking. For sure. Now, I, I'll be honest with you. So I recorded the uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati game. And I, I actually didn't. I'm usually good about I can avoid what happened and watch it, you know, like it's like it's the first time. But I, I almost made it. And I was like probably 20 <laughs> minutes from home. And I was in my car switching from like podcast to another mm-hmm. thing. And it automatically went to like the radio station for a second. And just as the time they were talking about the final of the game. So I caught it. So I actually didn't watch any of the game. Um, I, well, that's not true. I went back and watched a little bit, but I didn't, I didn't force all to the end. And I just, I heard a lot of people talking about, uh, you know, I was fixed and this and that. I don't know how you guys so, feel about that, but there's some questionable, there's some questionable officiating, not the, not the last play. I mean, he was out of bounds. He got hit. That's a that's a definite call. But that's stupid. You know, there was some phantom play where they said that you know yeah, they heard the whistle play. and yeah. I think that last play happens because the how frustrated they are with all the other bogus calls. Right. Yeah. I don't. It was, I don't pretty, think, it was pretty bad. I don't think you get your your defense as frustrated, and that play never happens. So right. Well, especially some of the roughing passer calls. Like I, I've seen, I see players like for every team. Once the quarterback's out in an area where they can actually hit them, they get like overexcited about it because mm-hmm. they can't touch them in the pocket anymore. And, you know, that's the sort of thing you get. I mean, you've got all that momentum. You're, you know, assuming whoever's chasing him is a fairly large person, you know, to just stop once they take that step. I mean, who's to say he doesn't go towards the line, then cut back? You know, I've seen that too. Uh, so, yeah, it's tough, man. I just wish they would let him play a little bit more. 
Yeah, I mean, you saw Kenny Pickett's fake slide in college where it's like, oh, he's mm-hmm. going down, so no one touched him, and then he just didn't slide and ran for a touchdown. Yep, and, and and I forget who it was, but I did see a play with a quarterback like that, like just going to the sideline, and then, you know, he stopped with the go guy, guy go by him, and off he went. He got another four or five yards out of it, so, you know, it's it's tough. But, but yeah, I mean, not, not a – you know, they're saying, like, this is uh, what the what the country wants to see for Super Bowl. I, I disagree. I think everyone would have loved to see, see Cincinnati in that Super Bowl. 100%. But, I agree. You know, but what are you going to do? I agree. What are you going to do? All right, Kevin, tell us the story. <laughs> so, uh, again, our uh, purpose here isn't to uh, rip apart kids at all. So I'll leave the state out of it because it'll be easy to find. But I had the pleasure of treating the uh, pitcher of the year. Uh, in a state in Massachusetts, in a state, <laughs> uh, a state, you in the state, state. Yeah. but it wasn't that state. <laughs> it by wasn't way. Massachusetts. No, no. Yeah. Uh, came up this summer. Um, it was referred to me. He had injured his labrum. I took one look at his mechanics and realized why he had injured his labrum. Extremely long, a shrugger, a wrapper, and not not like Kanye West, like a wrapper or a Christmas paper, but like you know. The internal rotation, the hand down, the inverted W, all that, every bad thing you can think of went too fast, everything. So um, basically did kind of a uh, managing his rehab from a distance. So every exercise was cleared by me that they were doing and uh, that went after his high school season. And he came up and we broke down his mechanics um, and got him. Shorter arm path, up, down, stayed back, rotate his body, arm finished down by his lower leg. But, you know, again, um, I haven't applied or knew somebody or whatever to be hired by a professional team. Okay. And I didn't play professional baseball. So mm-hmm. I guess in the baseball realm, those are two things I have apparently going against me. Uh, so his father is a good guy, you know, wants the best for his kid. Um, also, uh, sent him to a, a, a guru, we'll call him, right? So once I got wind of that, I immediately stopped working with him because I don't find this person a guru at all because his record of injury is through the roof. He does work in professional baseball. It's it's through the it's through the roof like nothing I've ever seen before. So fast forward, his father called me yesterday. Um the kid is a workaholic. When I was seeing him, he was working out like 4 or 5 hours a day. So the first thing I did was like, dude, slow your roll, okay? Like that is way too much. Bring it down. We need to do these exercises this time that slow it down. Right. Yeah. So the kid's like a nurse. He wants to give it. He's going a full ride to a very high, high level division one school. And he probably might get drafted. He's, you know, 92 to 96. So uh, the story I know is long winded, but it's going to come full circle right now. So dad calls me last night and asked me a term called sp- He's like, have you ever heard of spinal hygiene? So now I'm thinking immediately, as soon as he said that, I'm thinking word salad, right? Someone got 
put these two words together, which I'm assuming means, you know, we need to take care of our spine, do stretches, do this, right? And the father Google it, and that's exactly, essentially, it's urban definition. But there's no, there's no term called spinal hygiene. Hygiene is a term, as we all know, brush our teeth, comb our hair, wipe our butt, clean the boogers out of our nose, okay? Use deodorant. That's hygiene. Um, some women may know hygiene of these new commercials that I cringe by the product Lumi. You've ever heard of those, mm-hmm. right? Make sure we don't smell. But yes, should you be doing back and exercises daily? Absolutely, of course. But so someone put that together. And of course, I have to ask, where on God's green earth did you hear a term spinal hygiene? Yeah. Well, the kid's been working out of this place, and there's a picture there in the Nationals organization. So I'm like, here we go. So his comment was, boy, you would throw a lot harder if you had better spinal hygiene. So the, father, so the father, he's like, yeah, you've not really been in your back. And so the, the, the I guess the pitcher admittedly really couldn't explain because he heard it from someone else, right? He didn't make this up. Someone taught him, right? So the father calls like all like, you know, what what's, what is this? So I'm like, you know, is he not bending his back? And so I'm like, look, the spine and its three curves can bear a tremendous amount of weight. Mm-hmm. You've got people in other continents will put stuff on their head, 50, 100, 200 pounds and walk miles. Right. So we really want our spine. Miles, to, Jerry. Miles. Miles. So we really want our spine to stay with those curves. Now, movement's an equation. So if we want to, if the goal is to get his right hand to the outer part of his left leg in the finish, well, we also have the hips, right? We'd really want, if we didn't have to use the spine and tax the spine, bending and flexing it with all kinds of, at high speed, and we just use the hip, the hip is more mobile, right? It's let's, yep. Okay, so let's, so the equation's 80% hip and 20% back. So. I made the mistake of why don't you send me a video? So he sends me a video and I just he's like, oh yeah, his arm path is better. Everything's better. And I cringe and it's the same video that I saw the first time I saw him. The shrug, the inverted W, he's going so fast and and the reason why his back isn't bending for the whole purpose of this was that he jams his left leg into extension like Justin Verlander, which, of course, stops his entire movement. It's kind of like someone's running and runs into a half of a door, right? Boom. So there's so you stop, and that's and he recoils. But everything that I went over with him, he was throwing pain-free 95 miles an hour, is gone. Because we've got to listen to gurus mm-hmm. who can't explain what they talk. I mean, this guy admittedly didn't know what the hell it was just just absolute word salad now is in this kid's head and now his mechanics as we have seen i won't show it because it'll people as i don't have capability right now to block out his face but they're horrible they're horrible yeah there's nothing i would teach goes too fast crosses over his body everything that's wrong that would cause elbow injury and elbow injuries and shoulder injuries for those playing at home are caused, as as my late father once said, 
as working as a safety manager in a chemical plant, accidents don't happen, they are caused. Injuries don't happen, they are caused. Plain and simple. Now, someone puts a helmet on your knee, okay, that's one in a million, that's different. But most of these pitching injuries are caused. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. All well, you, let, Michael. That's well, the story. Well, so let, let me, well, I want to jump in because I think this is, there's, there's two things that, that sort of jump out at me about this. Number one is like, you know, you use the word word salad. That's what it is. Um, you know, if you have heard, you've heard these terms, so spinal hygiene, contralateral, t- contralateral tilt, external rotation, these are all things that have very, very easy meanings to them. Very, very easy layperson terms to them. External rotation, thoracic extension, pelvic tilt, pelvic extension, all these things, right? You know, external rotation, which is something that everyone uses. It's really just lay, it's layback. For years, it was called layback when your arm lays, lays back. And again, it's if the, if the if the idea here, if the philosophy is to educate kids so they can become better pitchers, become healthier throwers, whatever, why would you use these terms? Now, if I just read you those terms, I would say, okay, who do you think that came from? I think most people would say, oh, probably a chiropractor or maybe a physical therapist or maybe a doctor. No. In fact, you know, if you go and put contralateral tilt into Google, which I just did, the first 10 things that come up have all to do with pitching. Right. And and similar for thoracic extension, with the exception of some some PT sites. So I I think you might say, or you know, you know, why why obsess about the words they're using? I think it it's important because I think it goes to show what their real motive is. And their real motive is to just, you know, sound like they're smarter than everybody so that your so your picture is going to go to them. And what's the problem with that? Well. We don't have to beat a dead horse about it. We, you know, it's, it's out there all the time is the injuries to throwers. Their arm injuries, they keep going up. They, they keep fixing things that are not increasing or improving the health of pitchers. And that's a big problem. In fact, a lot of these things are exacerbating that issue. They're causing mm-hmm. more problems, creating more issues. Uh, and, you know, and that's that's a that's a big problem. You know, I mean, it's why, you know, if you're if if your main goal is to really fix somebody. Um, why not use the simplest terms possible so that not only that person, but everybody can really understand it. And it's almost like they're trying to keep this, this little secret. And like they throw someone out there, like this happened in this instance, spinal hygiene. So the dad's reaching out to you like, dude, what do I do? My kid has bad spinal hygiene. I don't even <laughs> you know. This guy pointed out. No one's ever pointed that out before, to my son before. Exactly it's, what he said to the T. That's exactly what he said. What is it? it? it oh my it, God, it. is something wrong? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and, you know, when you were telling me the story for the podcast, you know, like I said, like he brought up his poor spinal hygiene and I said, let me guess, he knows how to fix that for him, you know, of of course. Right. And, uh, you know, you would think if you just looked at where pitching instruction is now and, 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 and throwing instruction, you would think, well, there's no way anyone could have been a, a fairly successful pitcher just 30 years ago. No way. They didn't know any of this stuff. I what was what was uh Nolan Ryan's spinal hygiene? Mm. What was know. his what was his uh hip to shoulder rotation? What was his contralateral tilt? What was his thoracic extension? Right. What was his pelvic extension? Right. Of course they can't explain this because the pelvis is 
like it's not pelvic ex- no, I mean, I, we can go down this rabbit hole and that's like, what i'm saying yeah the pelvis doesn't extend in and of itself it, it, it extends because it's articulated to your spine and your hip so it's not pelvic extension it's hip extension or spine extension but these people lay out these terms get parents all fired up get kids all messed up i mean this is a kid who's throwing 95 miles an hour mm-hmm. as a 17 or 18 year old that is a draftable human being, right? That's a gift, right? And this wording, this over, and even the father said too, the father, you know, the father's, you know, I feel bad for him. He's like, dude, you have no idea what it's like. We get calls every day, you know, this guy, he needs to come at like these vultures. Mm-hmm. Like people are calling you to work with your son. Oh yeah, constantly. Like mm-hmm. it's like, this guy doesn't know this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And you could, I guess, say that about me, but all I know is there's only one way to move, and that's the study of kinesiology. And when we go outside of that, we're going to get into trouble, right? If we if we fire up our upper traps, upper traps move the shoulder in the opposite direction, right? So that's out. If we internally rotate our arm to throw, we need external rotation. That's what we throw from. So why is the arm ever in internal rotation? We don't need it, <laughs> right? It's like, it's it's just, and the whole spine, spinal hygiene, I'm like, does he have a hairy back? Are there pimples on there? Like, what, what are I we know. talking about? But this yeah. is what happens. And then the kid obsesses, and then you've got all this stuff. And this is, to me, all this stuff is caused somehow. Like you said, 30 years ago, this wasn't here. So what's the cause? Is the cause these <clears throat> analytical guys, right? You know, you still got these guys I'm seeing every day. These guys, oh, we have all this new technology, arm strength, arm strength, arm strength. Again, again, you can have the strongest arm in the world. You put it under a force, a valgus force to your elbow, it's going to blow. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not arm strength. It's just that whoever's thinking that arm strength is preventing now, does arm strength help? Yes, of course, sure. But is it preventing you from shoulder and elbow injuries? That's insane to say that. That's insane to say I've got the strongest hamstring and quads. My ACL is is fine. If if you know, I can go over my toe at, at a thousand miles an hour. It'll never hurt. It'll never blow. That's in, that's impossible. You have to move better. That's it. You have to move better. You have to move kinesiologically correct. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hate I, to sound the simplicity, the simplicity of it, but every single person, show me an ACL injury, show me a shoulder injury, and I'm going to show you a movement dysfunction every single time. Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't, well, I do. I was going to say, I don't know for sure, but it, it appears to me that it's almost the intention to confuse. It's the intention to say, huh, but dude, you're, you call yourself a pitcher. You don't even know what, about <laughs> spinal hygiene, you know, like, like I know about pitching. Uh, That's why I, I know spinal, spinal hygiene. hygiene. Right. You and, might be right. It, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, talking to, you know, uh, you know, just last year, you know, we had, as lots know, we had a, uh, a kid who was uh, drafted out of high school and, and, you know, we had scouts at our facility every single weekend, lots of them. And 
you know, talking to a bunch of them. And, and, and I know this, I know the same thing for good college recruiters say the same thing. They'll say, you know, I'll, I'll, if I see something in a kid that, you know, he may need to work on, I'm not saying anything to them. And it's not because they don't want to help them. It's because they do want to help them. They know, okay, the weight that they'll carry. And, so, and this guy should know the same thing, knowing he's a former big leaguer. If a scout were to say, hey, uh, yeah, you look pretty good, but hey, your bottom hand's a little weak. You want to work on extending your bottom hand a little better. They know that all that kid's going to do is obsess about that one thing now. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to help him or her or whoever it is. Like, it's not going to help that player. And I think that's really important to understand. And again, you know, it's the it's the mindset of are the people out there, the people that you're looking at on Instagram, on Instagram as parents, as players, as coaches, and you're you know you're following for information. You know, I think you really got to ask that question: like, what's what's the main goal? Is this person really trying to help, or is he just trying to sell their own services? You know, because there is a difference. You can do both. You can absolutely do both. And that's what we do. Like we, we do that. I mean, we'll see kids and say, Hey, look, you know, this, um, you know, I, I was, I was just talking the other day about, you know, we have kids that are in our program and our off seasons, you know, based off this curriculum, like we work on, you know, we start off the T and then we do this and then we work on this and there's kids that might still be behind on something that we were working on a month ago or this, or this, uh, or or they're working on something that we don't spend that much time on, like like top hand path, for instance, mm-hmm. right? And so you go to that kid and you go, hey, uh, just so you know, you're doing this. You know, we're, we we can't change the entire curriculum for everybody, but I'd like to work with you one on one to get that corrected. You know, and that's that's what should be done. Um, and but we don't make up any big words about it. I don't think that's necessary. And uh, it just it just speaks to the state, to my opinion. It speaks to the state of like where pitching instruction is. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's become, it's not even pitching anymore. It's like, it's, it's, it's all, uh, it's like pseudo kinesiology. Right. I mean, how was it for you, Ben? Yes, Do you have, but done yes. by non kinesiologist or scientist. Right. That's why I'm saying pseudo. Yes. So, Ben, did you have yeah. any? My pitching coach growing up was very old school. He was just, you know, hey, we're going to go out there. We're going to throw. Obviously, it's like you want to land. You don't want your knee over top your heel. You don't, you know, arms in the right way. But, you know, he didn't make up any words. I mean, he, he knew what he was talking about. And we all knew what he was talking about because he right. could go up and show us. And, like, within three to four pitches, we were doing it properly. We could see, you know, our the movement of the ball. Now it's in the strike zone. Now I'm not hurting. You know, it mm-hmm. felt good, like. A proper pitching coach or even a hitting coach like for example when i give lessons it's like hey you're doing this wrong i'm going to show you how to fix it and literally within two to three swings they're doing it right and the, they're smashing the ball you know you should have so, a result right you should be able to show the result you should show what's wrong yeah I mean, show the correction be, and they should be able live, to right? yep and once they reproduce it it should be live prove it live, baby. live yeah simple. i mean it's, it's, it. it's really simple and i don't i mean i don't make up words i just i just do what i know you know it's like it's almost like these people think like 30 years ago, these pitchers were all doing it wrong. And like, right. it's like, well, if they were all doing it wrong, where, where did this breakthrough come from? When did it happen? Because it's like, if, if spinal hygiene was this gigantic breakthrough, don't you think everyone in the baseball industry would have heard about it by now? Yeah. It's like, and it's like, how are you just figuring it out now? It's, it's really, it's just, it's a salesman trying to sell his product. But also at the same time, at a place like that, it's like he also wants the product to keep coming in. 
So he's not going to always give you the full truth or he's not going to always help you out right away because he wants you to, he wants that reoccurring business, right? And he also, if this is a draft guy, he wants his name attached to that draft guy. So when he gets drafted, he's like, okay, drafted out of this place, you know? Yeah. Just, it's just, it baffles me. Right. It's like there's, a, there's just too many people that are in the con artist world in this industry. It's like, that's not, insane. They're not really well, to help. Help players. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this: these two guys, you guys, because there has to be a why, right? So we can go back in. Let's go back thirty years. So let's go back. Let's take the two decades: the eighties and the nineties. There is no comparison between the eighties and nineties versus the two thousand tens and two thousand twenties in pitching. The ERA is better. Innings pitch are better. Whip is better. Longevity is better. Complete games are better. So why would you look at that? You know, I mean, we just, we could just take Jim Palmer. Why would you look at Jim Palmer's numbers? Look at those numbers and think to yourself, we need to make a change. The guy won 20 games seven times. Like, why would you look at that and but yeah, you know, we need to change pitching. I mean, was this all done to to be like more WWE, more sell tickets? Like everyone's gonna throw 200 miles an hour. We're gonna get more strikeouts. When you finally connect with the ball, it'll go 450 feet. We'll have exit velocity. But I mean, you mean to tell me that Jim Rice can't hit with exit velocity or Reggie? I mean, Reggie Jackson put a ball on the roof. Of Tiger Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so Mickey Mantle, you know, he, yeah, I mean, he hit yeah. one in the black seats in old yeah. Yankee Stadium, and, and, you know, on three consecutive swings. So, is it is was was this like all business? I mean, is like because you know there is a little conspiracy theory in me. You know, we had two strikes, stoppages. This, I mean, is this a blatant? Uh, try to to change the game and it has obviously epically failed yeah i mean and the people that these guys are looking at these tread athletics this drive line you know i every 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 minute i see trevor bauer pop up on my feed i want to punch him in the face like dude everything you're doing is wrong you just happen to have unbelievably flexible joints and and you're just you're not getting hurt, but no one in their right mind should follow your training regimen ever because they're going to get hurt. <laughs> do you think it has to do with people from that era now see these tools we're able to measurement with to measure to measure numbers with like instantly, and they're like, all right, how do we get more? And their thought process is, well, in order to get more, there's more risk to injury. If you're willing to know that then, you know, let's proceed with this training. Sure. But more hasn't worked out. The only thing that's gone up is velocity. And I would even argue, I'd even argue that that's a sham too, because, you know, these climate, these climate change imbeciles, right? Oh, the earth, the temperature. Do you realize that the temperature gauge now is like five decimals, right? Compared to, you know, 1940, when we barely got it to one decimal, right? The instruments are better to measure things down to the thousands, ten thousandths of an increment. So velocity's up, 
because we're literally measuring it from the time right as it leaves the hand, but no other, and maybe strikeouts are up, but I don't know if they're up. First, I don't think they're up for every, I mean, the numbers all, of pitching just say it's up. You can't say that the numbers are up. We can't say the numbers are up because we, like you said, we didn't have radar technology as we know it now, even right. 20 years ago. So you don't know, right. you know, uh, there are ways, point. right. To sort of measure from video, but it's so wildly inaccurate. Um, you know, and the, the technology that they did have, they measured some people, guys who they knew through really hard, and they know how to translate those numbers now to get pretty accurate numbers. And, and in the case of like a Nolan Ryan, they weren't throwing harder. It just they just weren't. And so, and going back to, and I think what's what's the big issue here is if you saw to to, to Ben's point of like this is like salesmanship. If you haven't seen my cousin Vinny, dude. What are you what are you doing with your life if you haven't seen my cousin Vinny? And I the bet you Ben's U- never the, saw it. Right? The two Utes. Ben, you've never seen it. Sorry. So in the my cousin Vinny, okay, whichever knows the famous scene, they bring in this auto expert, this tire expert, because they wanted to match the tracks of this, these tires. And uh, and they ask him how he compared these. And he says, you know, we used uh, you know, whatever the company is. Flux a G- capacitor. E, yeah, GE, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, laser guided, blah, 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 this with 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 overhead cam, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And 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 the the prosecutor the prosecutor goes, Whoof, that thing turbocharged. And he's like, all oh, in the yeah. form model, right? So, and the reason he does that obviously is to wow everybody, like this thing's clearly whatever this thing says, it's gotta right. be true because that thing's it's laser guided for crying out loud. Like, of course, that's going to. And he just goes on about the description of this. And it's not, it's gibberish to the jury. They just know fancy scientific words. And, and the reason they're doing that is to make you think that that is that's the answer. That's totally answer. You know, and so that's what's happening. That's what people are doing. And it's it needs to be stopped. And if you have a kid a son, whether it's, you know, a player of yours, whether it's, you know, a, a, a child of yours, whatever, please keep this in mind when you hear that, because there's, there's, there's a reason it's being sort of pitched that way. There are big words that, or terms that we all use in the baseball. I don't know why, you know, we do like, I, like I said, I use external rotation instead of layback only because I think you got to kind of explain layback, but having someone to be able to explain it in layman's terms, Mm-hmm. explanation of why you're doing this, which is way more important. And then to show them, show them how to do it. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of frustrating because, um, you know, we want to, we want to see people. I laud people for people who advance the sport and, it, and open it up. You know, we want more people playing. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't want kids thinking like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta be up on my, uh, my science vernacular to, mm-hmm. you know, learn the game of baseball. I mean, it's just silly. It's just absolutely silly. And, and, and the ideas of like, you know, uh, as an example, you know, I was just looking at something about contralateral tilt, contralateral, how to correct contralateral tilt at FFS, right. Which is people that know in baseball front foot strike. And the, you don't need the contralateral. Just use the word tilt. You don't want to be tilted. You don't want to be tilted this way. You don't want to be tilted that way. You want to be upright. Straight up and it's down. That, it's, yeah. that, it's, it's that simple. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's, 
it's a little infuriating because just when you think that it's starting to back off a little bit, here it comes. And, yep. uh, you know, pitching coaches aren't strength coaches. They're just, nope. you know, maybe maybe some do know both. But if you go to a pitching coach, you're not there to, you know, to 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 work out as if you're you know, you're you're getting ready you know for the beach or if you're on a you know a crew team, you know it should be learning how to throw and that's in and what gets lost in all this is proper healthy arm mechanics like you said Kevin right and you over engage the traps and all this other stuff and it's just not good. No boy, no. I don't, I don't see it ending. I see it getting worse because you know as you know these the, the you know these. The colleges aren't coming to see kids, right? They're looking at film, looking at metrics. So if you're not digging the stats bar, you know how's your kid going to get seen? And then, of course, everybody has an has an opinion and comes out with this confusing word salad that just confuses parents into and kids into mm-hmm. just just play the game. Right? It almost just, scares them into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this kid was freaked out. Like, he's like, oh, he's like a nervous wreck now. He doesn't know, you know, because, you know, someone's always there to take your spot, right? So if you go to said school and you lose your spot, someone else is, you know, it's, it's, I don't, it's just crazy. And I just, yeah. I hear, I hear all of this and, um, and it even diminishes like what I do, meaning like, Sure. Like, dude, you're gonna like kind of step on you. It. There's no such thing as spinal hygiene. Like, right. it's a made up term. <laughs> you know, right. like it's. But you've got to. I find I've got to do more convincing. You know, you lose your uh, place on the on the totem pole for an authority figure. Like they're questioning you because they can go look up, and be like, "Oh, look, this guy says a contralateral tilt's the best thing since sliced bread," and and to really wrap your arm is the best because you want to reach back as far as you can to go forward. Like, what are you gonna say? Like, Which I know, is- I, I know what my bad conscience wants to say. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll see you after you got the train tracks on your elbow and your shoulder. I'll see you. Yeah, because it's gonna happen. And just remember, experts at one time thought doing this would wind your arm up to go faster when you finally went forward. Just remember that those yeah. were experts at that time, and so. Yeah. You know, experts also thought the earth was flat too, right? Yeah. There's lots of things. And yeah, there's lot there's lots of things. So, and you know, just thinking too as you're talking, you know, contralateral tilt, right? So you're tilting your spine. So if you have you know, too much contralateral tilt, well then your spinal hygiene is going to be off. Like you don't have good spinal hygiene cuz you know, assuming that that means hey, you got to clean up your spine, your spine's, you know, it's you know, it's rotating at the top before the bottom, whatever it might be, you know, whatever it might be, that it's tilting too much, that you're bending, there's not enough, you know, bend at the back, that there's not enough thoracic extension, whatever. Whatever it is. It's like the all-encompassing thing now. And what makes it dangerous is when, you know, you're talking to kids about, hey, you you don't have you you don't have good spinal hygiene. And they go, what? Well, do I do I need to fix that? Yeah. Well, if you want to throw hard, I mean, do you want to throw hard? Yeah, oh, I got gosh. three kids over here working on spinal hygiene right now. They're all going to throw harder than you. You need to get on board. Pretty much, that was pretty much the conversation. Right? Yeah, check into it. So, you know, buyer beware, parent beware. Use common sense, please. But yes. 
Like, yeah. yeah. Like, and, if you don't know, and if you don't know, just don't trust the first person. Like, ask around a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yes. It's just because, just because you don't know. So if I would have went in my first opinion, I would have had Tommy John surgery. If I would have went with my second opinion, I would have had Tommy John surgery. You know, found yeah. Kevin, pitched five years, didn't need Tommy John surgery. You know what I mean? So it's like, just just weigh your options a little bit. Yes. And, and, and don't don't chase the big words. And when you hear them, ask them to say, hey, what do you, what do you mean in layman's terms? Explain. Explain, Explain that in layman's terms. And they'll probably go, well, you know, he's just his, his spine's a little out of whack. We got to get it cleaned up. Okay, well, that's all you get to say. Spinal yeah, right. hygiene. I'm. I still don't know if Pluto's a planet or not. He's expert. Out of whack. <laughs> out, of, out of whack. How? Right. I'm funny. Yeah. I'm funny. How? Yeah. Out of whack. How? Right. Since your another, eyes have gotten more and more out of whack. Right. That's another my cousin Vinny. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, again, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. This is our ninety. Oh, what are you talking episode. about? I want you. Oh, to we have it. more stuff. Yeah, we get it. We get a why oh, you do a, that, and it's a we you. do. Oh, it's my for bad. you. Oh, we have a. It's for you. Why would we do that? Oh, are you gonna it's, send it to me? I, it's, you already have it. All right, let me take a look. I'm I'm sorry. I tried to get off early. Yeah, it's uh. You fell asleep during that part of pre-show. It's a. It's another uh, water bottle thing. Giant water bottle with handles, and I want you to try to explain to me what they're doing because he does give a description of what he's doing and uh i don't really know how to fix this but all right let me do this you see it right yeah i'm gonna uh, go look at it right now yeah it's right on your on your text sent it to you not to the group not to the group um and so oh no yeah not another one yeah yeah but so this one's not a swing this one is uh a little bit different. So while Kevin's looking this up, so it's another you know giant water jug with handle, quote unquote exercise. All right, hold um, on. The water bag. Using the water bag to work on D cells, not just deceleration, but D cells. We're using the lingo. There we go. Yep. Get your brakes firing. It says. Okay. Is so, this a hitter or a pitcher? Uh that's a good question. Right, because we don't. I don't know, but you got colored water in there, which is important. Make sure it's colored. And then, so it looks like he's trying to stop it. He's swinging it and trying to stop it before the net. Okay. So, and and he says he's working on deceleration. Get your deceleration muscles firing. Is this a way? And and I didn't even ask you pre-show. So, you know, maybe maybe this is a good exercise. Is this a way to work on decelerator muscles? Like specifically, since he's swinging this with his arm and his shoulders, I'm assuming that his rotator cuff would be included in part of what's decelerating or, or stopping those arms. No. So, so one good thing I see this, which is almost miraculous, is I don't see him shrugging mm-hmm. when he's decelerating. But again, I don't see that. I don't know why he's doing this and for what purpose. Like I asked you, is he a hitter or he's a pitcher? So, um, if we want to work on on decelerators, the the deceleration starts at the core and and, and goes proximal to distal meaning from the spine out. So proximal to distal is a kinesiological law 
So here he plants his feet and then moves the object. Right. So to me, this is working on the other thing right here, deceleratory is maybe he's a little groin and, and pelvic floor, but I guess I would have to know what he's trying to decelerate because his trunk is already stopped. So I would use, I think, I think he's training to pick up luggage and throw it on airplanes. Well, that could be too, but when we're talking about, you know, movement and really getting all the muscles turned on. He really needs to do whatever, whatever this is for luggage, throwing, hitting, pitching, <laughs> The first place I would start, we're talking about deceleration, is to actually move in deceleration or slow motion, right? To go through your movement in in, in hyper slow motion yourself, because then you're going to feel all of the muscles that should be on that might be off, right? Or and vice versa, and then you figure out a plan from there of how to activate those muscles. So and maybe we- that maybe that was done, but I don't. Without knowing what this is for, uh, I I don't know. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume I, when we talk about decelerators, we're basically talking about what we talk about is rotator cuff, right? Essentially, yep. right? The rotator cuff are decel- you know, made to decelerate so the arm doesn't c- continue after the ball down towards the catcher, for instance. So let's say that that's what he's working on. That's the, the rotator cuff. I mean, he's got this in his arms, so I gotta believe that that's mainly what he's working on. Um, but the reason I thought this was interesting is I've always under the impression that, you know, the decelerated muscles work almost like brakes in a truck, right? So it's, they don't just lock the left, right, left uh, front one up, right? It's like, if you did that, it's like, you know, when you're on old on your old freestyle bike and you hit just the front brakes and you're going to go ass over tea kettle over the front handlebars, right? So mm-hmm. instead they all sort of come on together and slowly and, and, and bring that to a stop, not just, you know, lock one of them up in an instant. Um, but, you know, you tell me if I'm wrong, but that, I, I'm assuming that that's what it's, is this good for rotator cuff deceleration work? So I'm going to say no. Yeah. And then I'm going to say, why would I continue? If I want to go faster, why am I working on the brakes? Because, right, when we talk about deceleration and injury, we want to be able to decelerate in a closed chain position, meaning I jump up from a rebound, my foot hits the ground. Now I need to decelerate to prevent injury, mm-hmm. right? Open chain, my hand is open, letting a ball go. I just want to I just want to decelerate naturally by using as I let the ball go, my arm will eventually just slow itself down. If I'm working on deceleration in open chain, mm-hmm. meaning my hand's not connected to anything. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm causing more harm than good. Okay. I don't see, I don't see the purpose of it. Yeah. Well, and also too, like when you're, when you're decelerating as a thrower, I mean, you're not, you're, you're taught not to go like this, right? You right. want to let it finish. Let it finish. Yeah. Let it hit, let it hit your torso and, and yeah. stop and bounce back up. All right. Okay. Got that covered. Yeah. All right. Now, now we can, may conclude the show. Now we can go. All right. Well, um, again, if you need to contact the show, info at proveitlive.com. We do get questions. I appreciate them. People text me or zap me on, on Twitter, which is good. And uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Prove It Live podcast. And uh, that's it.
Thank you for listening. Our 95th show concludes. Going to go work on my spinal hygiene. Yes, me too. I'm going to brush my spinal. Mine's already good. Thanks, though. (laughs) Bye, everybody.